Welcome to Smithville Chamber Chatter, coming to you from historic Smithville, Texas. We're here to talk about all things Smithville, including upcoming events, updates and tips for and about local businesses, important news, election updates, and more. Brought to you by the Smithville Area Chamber of Commerce, I'm your host, April Daniels. Welcome to our podcast. Okay, we are now live on Facebook. Uh, hello, everyone out there in Facebook land watching today. Uh, on behalf of the Smithville Area Chamber of Commerce, I want to welcome everyone that is viewing or either live or will be viewing later our recorded version of this candidate forum. I also want to thank our four candidates who are running for the Smithville ISD School Board, Trenton Helmkamp. You might want to raise your hand when I call your name so people know who you are. Thank you, Trent. Nancy Towery. Michelle Rutherford and Alan Hemphill. Thank you all so much for attending today. For those of you that are watching, I just want to very quickly explain to you how this works. Uh, we asked uh, people from the community to submit questions that they would like to have answered by the candidates that are running in contested races for the Smithville ISD School Board. Uh, those questions were then sent to our candidates who have had a few days to look them over and prepare some responses. Uh, we will be timing each candidate so that we know how long uh, this forum lasts, and we will start uh, in just a moment. I will read off the question, and each candidate will have two minutes to answer each question that is presented to them. So again, on behalf of the Smithville Area Chamber of Commerce, thank you all for being here and I want to, of course, remind everyone that early voting starts on April 19th. We're going to go ahead and get started. And Trent, we're going to start with you. Yes, you have two, I'm going to read the question off for you. And if anyone, uh, I will just say your name for each person as it's time for you to go next. If you need me to reread the question, I'll be happy to do so. Otherwise, just it, it'll be your turn in order. Okay. So again, the order will be Trent Helmkamp. Nancy Towery, Michelle Rutherford, and Alan Hemphill. Uh, the first question it is an opening statement question. These are all, uh, so I'll start just with number one. Please tell us about yourself, what office you are seeking, why you are seeking this specific office, and your qualifications to fill this office. Trent, we'll start with you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, my name is Trenton Helmkamp. Uh, I was a graduate of Smithfield High School in 1987. Uh, I am seeking the position of Smithfield Independent School Board of Trustees Place 4 in the upcoming local election. Uh, it's kind of funny because some of my friends and family asked me uh, what made me run for the school board position. And my answer is simply because it's time to uh, step up and be a new voice for our children and community at this time. Uh, the uh, commitment uh, to my community to be engaged in what matters the most to our kids. Uh, as a native of Smithfield, I've been a student as well as a parent and a volunteer in many act activities uh, through Bastrop County. Uh, my father, George Helmkamp, nickname was Buzzy, uh, was a teacher and a coach here for 28 to 30 years uh, at Smithfield Independent School District. My wife and I has raised uh, three sons, uh, two that's already graduated and uh, one is still a junior in high school at Smithfield at this point in time. Uh, like many people around me my age, uh, my brothers and I were raised in an old school fashion. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but times has changed. 
education has changed, so our way of thinking needs to involve as well. Uh, I'm a fair, reasonable voice, willing to uh, do my homework on important matters that impact the schools <clears throat> and the students. I will seek out all sides of any issue and put my personal feelings aside to vote. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> to vote for what I feel is the best decision for everyone. I would like to help bring the better understanding uh, that not every student fits all traditional molds. And <clears throat> I'm sorry, <clears throat> hang on a second. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> to understand that <clears throat> to be helpful and key success, if given the opportunity to represent each of you on the Smithfield Independent School District Board of Trustees and appointed this position in, in place four, I will aspire to represent our students in the best of my ability. Uh, I commit to being a transparent, trusting, reliable, Mr. and a new Mr. Hamp, that is two minutes there. All right, I'm no sorry. problem. Thank you. That's fine. Thank you, sir. Uh, <coughs> next, next will be Nancy Towery. Do you need me to reread the question? No, ma'am, I do not. Hi, my name is Nancy Towery. I uh, currently serve on the school board in place three. I'm not from here, but I got here as fast as I could. And I uh, married a native Texan. As a matter of fact, tomorrow, my husband and I will celebrate 25 years of marriage. We've lived in the Smithfield School District since 1998. I have two, we have two children. My daughter is a senior and will graduate and go on to um, Texas A&M in the fall. My son is in 10th grade. Um, we've, uh, they've all both attended Smithville ISD since uh, kindergarten. And uh, I wanna continue to hold this office because my commitment to this district started when my kids were very young. And I continue to be passionate about making this a great place for our children to get a good education where they can go out to into society and be productive, productive members of that society, wherever they decide to be. In the three years I've been on the board, I have not only learned a lot about myself, but also about how schools are funded um, and the impact that the board can make both in the district and in the community. So um, the learning curve for this position is quite steep. Uh, so I just now really feel like I've gotten my feet wet and I'm I'm ready to continue to listen to both sides of every issue and make educated, informed decisions and use my vote to improve this district for all of our children here in Smithville. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Next is Michelle Rutherford. Do you need me to reread the question? No, thank you. Okay. Um, first, I wanted to start out by thanking you for putting this forum together. I know that the chamber is always wonderful about bringing candidates in front of the community for you all have done such a great job over the years. So thank you again for doing this. Um, my name is Michelle Rutherford. I am a Smithville resident of 20 going on 21 years. Uh, I've lived we moved here 20, almost 21 years ago from Austin with our infant son at that time. We have two children. Our son is 21. He was a graduate from Smithville ISD in 2017. Um, my daughter is currently in eighth grade. 
finishing this year at home due to the ongoing pandemic. Um, both of our kids have been in this district their entire lives. And uh, when my son graduated, he went off to um, the army. He is now an LVN uh, serving on a base in uh, Georgia. So we have been here for quite a while and uh, we're looking forward to our daughter starting school again as a freshman in the, in the uh, fall semester. So a little bit more about me. I'm an RN, I've been a nurse for 23 years. Most of the time that I have been a nurse uh, has been bedside nursing and now I am working in managed care. And the reason that I wanted to run for school board is because I really believe in the transformative power of education. Uh, growing up, I have moved about 20 times and know how um, what it's like to be the new kid all the time. Um, I wanna be on the board and serve in a capacity so that I can make sure that our teachers and our staff have all the tools and resources that they need so that they can provide a world-class education for our students. And I'm, I'm hoping to have your, your vote on May 1st. Thank you. Oops, I didn't unmute myself, sorry. Thank you, Michelle. And finally, Alan, do you need the question reread? No, ma'am. Uh, good evening, I'm Alan Hempel. I'm currently serving as school board trustee for place four. I've served for 12 years at this point. And the reason I got on the board was as I grew in life, time to raise my own kids. And I married a hometown girl and we had to decide where we were gonna raise our children. And I could think of no better place than Smithville. And I realized that one of the reasons why I loved growing up in Smithville was the school district and the, the ties to the people in that district. So we decided to uh, make this our home and raise our kids here. We put three girls through the school district. I started serving on the board when our youngest, Brooklyn, was going into first grade and she is a senior this year. So that are my qualifications, that is my qualifications um, for serving on the board is 12 years of experience. Um, as, as the years have come and gone, we've faced different situations. We've seen economic crises. We've seen building projects. I've been there through it all and I'd love the opportunity to continue doing my work. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Next question. And uh, pardon me, before I get started, I, I've had a couple of uh, text messages and uh, emails saying um, you're not, people are not exactly sure how to go to the Facebook page. Simply just go to Smithville Area Chamber of Commerce Facebook page, and it's right there on the front page. I just looked at it. If for some reason you, you want me to send you the link, feel free to text or email me and I'll be glad to send you the direct link, but it's right there on the front page. I just looked at it, it's there and it's live. Uh, the next question, please describe in detail the community efforts pro or projects you have taken an active or leadership role in and how many uh, school board meetings you have attended in the last two years. And again, we'll start with Trent. Trent. 
Trent, you are muted. You're going to need to unmute yourself. All right. Now you can hear me now. All right. Uh, I've <clears throat> resigned now from the Smithfield Little, Little League. It's been probably three or four years, but I was on uh, on that board for 20 years and probably the past 15 was, was the president. And uh, it's such a rewarding program to be involved in, uh, to be able to spend a lot of time with the kids of our community. And uh, that's the one of the driving forces for me to try to get on the school board. Uh, during my tenure there, I was given the opportunity to work with children on all levels. Uh, this also included children with uh, physical and intellectual challenges. Uh, we started a program uh, in Smithfield, uh, the board and I did, and it was called a sponsorship program for children that, that could not afford to, to play the, the sports, uh, baseball and softball. So we started a program of sponsorship and, and it turned out very well. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> the individual that can, can participate in traditional Little League baseball and softball program with reasonable accommodations that uh, we were able to meet in the needs of those children to participate. Uh, the reward was uh, amazing. We also uh, had several uh, athletes there, if you would, that were uh, handicapped as well. And we also took them to Waco to participate into the challenging program. And uh, that was also very, very rewarding. And uh, all children of our community is, is very special. And it's one of the driving forces, like I said. Uh, also, I was on a volunteer fire department here in Smithfield for uh, eight years. Uh, also a very gratifying position as well. Uh, really to see the community come together when we have disasters. Uh, people, volunteers uh, risking life and limb to, to help one another in the community. So uh, that was a very, very challenging time for me, uh, getting to learn different uh, opportunities through the fire department and training as well. So uh, that is two minutes, Mr. Helmkamp. Thank you very much. Right. No problem. Thank you. Up next, Nancy Towery. Well, my volunteering in the district began uh, as soon as my kids started school, so uh, more than 10 years ago. Um, just recently, I stepped down from being the president of the Smithville Education Foundation. For those of you that don't know anything about the Smithville Education Foundation, um, it was a um, organization that was put together um, out of a need when the legislature decided to um, cut the budgets. I held that presidential president position for five years. And during that time, I was the coordinator of the art enrichment program um, that, at, that the Education Foundation runs. Um, when we're not in a pandemic, uh, the um, uh, Education Foundation brings artists into um, Brown Primary. And actually, this has extended into um, the elementary. And now that we've moved kids from Brown to the elementary, it's it's still going on. We did it. They, I, I'm not involved in it anymore, but they did it virtually this year, this year. Um, but these kids, the kids get exposed to all kinds of different things, including art and gymnastics, yoga, music, science, and uh, even world cultures. Um, SEF put these. Uh, um, days on in conjunction with the district. So I was able to make a lot of contacts with the teachers and the staff through that 
organization, as well as the booster clubs that I have served on. Um, I believe these contacts will uh, allow me to um, bring that unique perspective to the board. It, I, I have contacts with teachers, com the community, um, my parent friends, and uh, I believe that that, that really um, allows me to bring a unique perspective. Currently, I'm the two minutes, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next is Michelle Rutherford. Thank you. Um, let me start with the, the uh, efforts and the community projects that I've been a part of. And as Nancy was talking about, Smithville Education Foundation, I was a founding member of the Smithville Education Foundation. And just like Nancy mentioned, in 2011, the state legislature was cutting public education by over $5 billion. And at that time, I had one child in school and that was alarming to me. And I felt a little hopeless and a little helpless when we learned that our school could stand to lose 20 positions and several different um, programs. So myself and three other local moms got together and thought, well, what can we do? So we, um, thought, well, let's, let's see if we can start raising money. And our first goal was to raise the equivalent of one teacher salary. Um, as we went along, we realized that we really needed some more structure to this effort. And I wrote the original 501c3 uh, application that helped us become eventually Smithville Education Foundation. The two pillars have been innovative teaching grants for uh, teachers to spend however they want in their classroom to enhance the student's education. And the other is definitely the arts enrichment program that Nancy mentioned. And I do wanna thank Nancy for her stewardship of that program after I left, uh, stepped down from that. Um, it has been a wonderful enhancement for our students here in Smithville and I'm immensely proud of that. So um, as far as, um, as far as school board meetings that I've attended, since I do work full-time, it is difficult in the past for me to attend. And I will be forever grateful and always be an advocate to continue to have our school board meetings not only be available for in-person, but also virtual for folks like myself who um, would like to attend but have a difficult time meeting. Um, being it there in person sometimes. Michelle, that's two minutes. Thank you very much. Um, up next, Alan Impel. Uh, thank you. The second part of that question is how many board meetings have I attended? The answer is quite a few, especially over this past year with COVID, the uh, ever-changing uh, challenges that COVID has brought upon us. We've had to meet quite a bit. As far as community service, my community service really falls in line with my service on the board. I, as I said, my wife has been the librarian at our school for quite a few years. My circle of that come in and out of our home are teachers and people associated with the school. So it was only natural that um, I would join on there and get active in school activities. I've been a sponsor and all kinds of things with the school a few years made that ultimate sacrifice and accompanied the band to Disney World 
Um, and I've rolled into doing a lot of behind the scenes things. I judge several different events this year. I, I, I several years I've judged DECA. This year I got to judge DECA competition at a state level. I judge UIL poetry, which some people may find surprising. I also judge UIL debate, which people that know me will probably not be surprised by that. But that is, that is my community service. Um, the time that we spend at board meetings is truly a fraction of the time. I, I do my homework, so I'm prepared at board meetings. That is my community service. Thank you, Alan. So now we're going to go into specific questions that were actually that were submitted by uh, community members. Again, we'll go in the same order: Trent Helmkamp, Nancy Towery, Michelle Rutherford, Alan Hemphill. The first question, and you have two minutes again at the same time frame. First question: What do you feel are the most pressing issues facing Smith ISC today, and what would you do to address them? Trent, we'll start with you. Yes, ma'am. I understand that a lot of what is required, required of the school is state mandated. And there's little that we can do, uh, but we need to do as much as we can to support our teachers, students, and administrators. Our student population has increased over the years. This means that there is more students in the classroom and can lead to higher stress levels on the teachers. Uh, veteran teachers may, may be able to handle the daily stress with more ease than the, the newer teachers. <clears throat> teachers, <clears throat> teachers that have, have been in the business for a while understand this. Uh, we have, we have so, so many great educators in, in and out of the district that we can utilize. I understand that this brings the extra cost to the district, uh, but we can reach those teachers that are already here to utilize their talents on what works in the classroom, uh, providing more instructional support as well as dis discipline support can reduce these stresses on our teachers. If we can reduce these stresses and give as much help as we can, our teachers' retainment would increase. We all hope so anyway. Uh, people would wanna, people wanna, teachers would want to stick around longer as well as the teachers on, in, <clears throat> in and out of the administration buildings. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Classrooms have moved virtual to virtual and teachers are teaching both in the classroom and virtual on the computer at the same time. Well, we need to continue to follow the guidelines that have been given uh, to the school by the TEA and CDC for the uh, COVID-19. As Alan mentioned, it's been a struggle for our school districts and many other uh, people in the community. Thank you. Thank you, Trent. Nancy. So I believe the most pressing issue uh, for SISD at this time is our recovery from the COVID pandemic. Um, our enrollment numbers are down over 100 people, 100 kids. Um, the administration has spent a lot of hours managing the mandates we have received from um, local authorities and TEA over the past year. And hopefully next year we can go back to some sort of normalcy. While our, our uh, administration has been working to to keep us open and accepting kids in person. Um, teachers and staff of the district have been going above and beyond um, for our students. 
During the last year, free breakfasts and lunches continued thanks to our child nutrition staff. Our students have uh, been resilient in the face of this pandemic and our teachers have stepped up time and time and time again. Um, I believe we will see some issues that uh, need to be addressed when we get the STAR scores back this, this year. Uh, remember, the kids did not take STAR tests last year, so we don't really have anything, we don't have that data to compare to. Um, but I think we'll find that uh, there will be some catch up that needs to be made done. Um, this is this catch up is not exclusive to SISD. This is nationwide, a nationwide issue. Um, so the board um, has been very supportive over the course of the last year in dealing with all these challenges that have been thrown our way. So we need to continue to be supportive and push for the improvements um, for our kids. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Michelle. All right. So in a normal year, I would say that the primary uh, challenge of most every public school would be to ensure that students receive the best education we can give them while also being good stewards of the tax dollars that our citizens pay. Um, one of the roles of the school board is to adopt the budget for the school district and set the tax rate. And I believe the school board trustees have an incredibly important responsibility to make sure resources are used wisely. Now, in COVID times, I think that this is truly, as Nancy had mentioned, COVID is truly our biggest issue right now. And I do, um, I do believe that it has shown some of the disparities and some of the, um, the weaknesses that we have, and a couple of those are um, the inequities that our students have in having access to the internet. Um, a lot of kids were, were having a difficult time doing virtual school because of um, spotty internet service and also, you know, receiving adequate nutrition. So I know that the school did do its very best to supply the needed resources to kids, but I think those are two areas that we really need to um, learn from and continue to improve upon. So um, really COVID-19 has highlighted the, the importance of, of education and um, we just need to, um, just to continue to provide the services that we can to our kids while we're going forward, while sticking with our um, best practices and mitigation efforts so that we can get COVID-19 behind us. So I, um, I really do hope that we can return to some normalcy next year. Thank you, Michelle. Alan. We had a, a forum similar to this last week in Rosanke, and the same question was asked. I had the honor last week to be the first to say COVID-19, and now I get to do the mop-up. But that is the crisis at hand. And I won't reiterate what everyone has already spoken about the return to normalcy, but what concerns me is what follows. Nancy alluded to it. It's going to be a great great challenge up ahead is how do we recover from this lost year? And we will need to take due diligence to assess what has been missed. We're obviously not holding kids in the 
and the classes they're in right now, they're going to move up, but we're going to have to see what was lost and determine a plan to replenish what was lost at a, at a next grade level. And that will be a challenge, but I, I know our staff is up to it. Um, if we just have a, a plan that we can surmise and stick with. Now, while we do that, you know, the world doesn't stop because of COVID-19. So we have the daily routine of running the school in the meantime. I was on the phone with our superintendent for quite a lengthy time this afternoon because there are always challenges that come up. But for the overall pressing challenge that faces us is the return to normalcy and then the damage repair when it has passed. Thanks. Thank you, Alan. Next question. Do you support more arts and technical education in the schools? Please explain, Trent. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I do. Uh, we have so many, so many students with different personalities. Some are geared, geared towards the arts and the theaters. Other want to take the agriculture and the construction route. I support any of these ideas that we have that we can bring newer and like the old back in the old days when we brought the trades when we had the auto mechanics. I know this is kind of an expensive uh, trade to do, but I, I support all of that for for the district to enhance our children's education further after graduation. I do think that we need to to look into more of the older trades and to bring back. And I'm a big, big believer in them. Uh, we have to give all of our students in, in Smithfield Independent School District uh, opportunities to perform after graduation to a foundation base for their career. Thank you. Thank you, Trent. Nancy. Um, as I stated earlier, I uh, was the coordinator for the art enrichment program through the Education Foundation. And I, of course, absolutely support the arts and technical education in the schools. Um, the joy that you see on a child's face after they have created um, something from a blank sheet of paper is um, heartwarming, heartwarming to say the least and extremely rewarding. Um, I believe the arts develop us into a full, full person. Um, and I don't mean, I don't just mean arts as in um, painting and um, drawing, but also band and theater. As for technical education, I think that's very important as well. The world works because we have all these different people in the world and, and that's how we make it work. Um, so if we can expose our kids to as many different things as we possibly can while they're in high school, we ha have a much better um, grasp of, what, of what's out there and what they can do with themselves. Um, uh, these, the paths that we, um, the opportunities that we give them um, allow them to make uh, decisions. Uh, do they want to go to college or trade school, or maybe they just want to go straight into the workforce? Next year, we'll be adding another health, another pathway to our graduation path, um, that being health healthcare. So that will just give our kids one more way, one more thing to pursue and um, test out, see if that's something that they're interested in as well. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Michelle. All right. So um, going back to the 
Smithville Education Foundation and the arts enrichment program that uh, came out of that, that was definitely um, one of our biggest priorities. When we first started that program, um, we were really just surprised that there, there wasn't any art of any kind being provided at Brown Primary. So that was how that uh, came about, was we saw that there was a huge need and we set out to fill that need. Um, so in the years after the inception of Smithville Education Foundation, it has expanded and it is wonderful that a lot more of our students are having access to the arts. Um, as far as technical and trade, I would support any and all areas that we can help our kids explore their interests. Um, I know a lot of kids think it's either the military or college, you know, four-year college when they graduate. There are so many other options. Uh, and as we see that, um, you know, a lot of people are graduating four-year college and higher with tremendous debt, I would like to see us um, help our kids go into um, uh, some of the trades that they can get cert certifications while they're still in school. I would like to bring back and enhance the um, partnership that we had uh, or one like it that we had in LaGrange with the cosmetology program where students go to the through that while they're in school and graduate with a license in cosmetology. Um, so anything that we can explore that will help our kids um, find the path that's right for them. I, I definitely want to expand on that. Thank you, Michelle. Alan? Well, of course, a guy that judges poetry would support the arts. Um, we actually, in my opinion, have uh, thriving arts and business trades here in our school. Our band program is truly second to none in schools of our size and demographics. It's a, it's a quite an impressive program, very proud of that. And we also have um, a very successful, what I call old school building trades program. Coach Murby, who runs that program has partnered with local businesses to bring them over and teach our kids exactly what you're talking about. A couple of years ago, we had a student named Sean Altum who competed in plumbing against schools of all sizes, literally one state and competed in international competition. He, um, he had had some, some tutelage by Doug's Plumbing. So thank Doug for that. Um, it's a very successful program. Uh, could it be better? Could we do more? Absolutely. Um, across the board in everything we do, we can always do better. We can always do more. Um, I wish in our recent bond program that we had negotiated a little longer, negotiated a little tougher, and worked a performing arts center into that. I, I really was disappointed that, that we left it on the table. Um, we have the talent. We have the desire. It would have been nice to have a place to showcase it. So I have and I will continue to support arts and technical education in our schools. Thanks. Thank you very much, Alan. Uh, our third and final uh, question that was submitted by uh, community members uh, goes as follows. Uh, teacher retention has been a problem for our school district. What kinds of incentives can we offer teachers to stay in Smithville in lieu of raising salaries? 
Trent, we'll start with you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, like I said earlier, we need to do <clears throat> we need to do everything we can to keep the good teachers around. Um, something that we something to make people come here for sure. Uh, the first thing is probably it comes to everyone's mind is is money. Uh, giving our teachers and administrators all the support we can, finding extra funding, uh, looking closer at the uh, health benefits. Uh, uh, let's find, you know, we can find grants and funding that are available to give teachers to help them with the classroom supplies. Uh, this is one way uh, teachers uh, can keep more of their money in their pockets, uh, allowing them to to teach longer in the classrooms without using their funds. Uh, let me back up just for a second for, for benefits. I, I had talked to a few teachers and was talking about uh, some of the benefit packages that we offer that they would like to uh, look into and explore uh, different benefit packages. So, thank you. Thank you, Trent. Nancy? Yes, ma'am. Um, this is a question that seems to come up every time that uh, we start talking about uh, re-elections re and electing people to the school board. Um, I've done so, a little bit of comparison um, around uh, the different districts. Um, I did not, I did not touch Bastrop because they, they're not the same size and um, they're not in our cohort. So um, our pay is, I feel like our pay is in line based on the research that I've done. Um, we lose teachers for a lot of different reasons, not just, um, not just pay. We lose them to retirement, we lose them for personal reasons, and we ask them to resign. Um, I think the best thing we can do is to listen to our teachers and implement their recommendations. Um, at this point, the teachers are saying that um, discipline is the issue. It, that's their biggest problem right now. Um, our, 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 our administration is responsible for that discipline. And those, but those directives do come from the top down. So um, our administration it, um, needs to um, put their thinking caps on and start working on um, the discipline. We as a board really don't have a direct impact, impact on that, but we can hold our superintendent accountable. Our um, students need to know what our expectations are and the administration needs to set the consequences and follow through. Kids thrive in structured environments. When they know what the expected of, uh, is, is expected of them and um, they know that their behavior has consequences, um, they, they listen, they listen and they do better. So thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Michelle. All right. So I read that question several times. And what I kept coming back to was the part of that question that said, in lieu of, in lieu of. And I would like to um, make an argument that giving our teachers pay raises and making sure that they are are valued, they feel valued because they are being paid what they're worth um, is the primary thing that we are doing. You know, as a nurse, um, my line of work is very similar to teaching. It's primarily a female 
dominated industry. And um, primarily, it is also underpaid and undervalued. And as you know, COVID-19 showed us the extreme importance of teaching and of nurses, but um, the fact that that I, I believe that the fact that it is a female dominated um, profession, um, I just feel like we're, as, as women are always asked, what else do you want besides money? Well, I'm sorry, but money um, is what we, we should be offering our, our teachers. Um, pizza parties don't pay the rent. So um, I think we should show that we value our teachers by making sure that their wages are competitive. And um, I think that should be the primary thing that we're looking at. Uh, one of the other things that I did talk to our administrator about is, you know, what have we done as far as teacher turnover? Um, year after year, this does come up as an as a issue that we have a high turnover rate. Um, you know, Michelle, the last Michelle, okay. that is two minutes. Uh, um, thank you, and Alan. Uh, thank you. Uh, this question does come up all the time, and the answer is always the same. For 11 months of the year, we say, well, we don't pay in Smithville. But then that 12th month when we're reviewing contracts, we compare ourselves to our demographically equal school districts like Giddings and LaGrange, and we see that we actually pay very competitively with them. Um, the teacher pay scale is based on a 30-year ladder, and it moves in and out. Uh, we tend to pay our younger teachers better than those districts do. They tend to pay the older teachers, not older teachers, but the teachers with more longevity, more tenure, better. So, you know, people don't go into education with the, um, with the mindset that they're going to get rich. They go into education for a quality of life decision and to educate kids. So what we need to do is provide them a salary that is comparable to our like kind, which we do uh, over the long haul, about 85% of our budget is salary. So we're there, not a lot more we can do there, but what we need to do is provide that environment where they can teach their kids where our administrators have their backs and let them do the quality of life that they looked for in this instead of being burdened all day long because they couldn't get their job done during school hours because they're quite frankly fighting kids. We need discipline in our classroom. Thanks. Thank you, Alan. So this brings us now to our closing statements. And again, we'll go in the same order, um, two minutes each. And Trent, we'll start with you. Yes, ma'am. Our teachers and administrators are doing a stand-up job given the circumstances we were facing this last year. As I stated before, I will completely commit to our students, our staff, and the community. I may not have every answer, but I promise you I will do my homework and research until I find one. I would humbly appreciate your support 
by voting for me in place four on Smithville Independent School Board trustee. I want to be a new voice for all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Trent. Nancy? First, I want to thank you, April, for take, putting this together. Um, and thank you for the opportunity to share my thoughts with all of you. I ran for this office three years ago because I felt like it was the natural next step in my service to the district. I'm running for a re-election because I have a much better understanding of the role that the school board plays. And I wanna to continue to assist the uh, district in the improvements that we all know are necessary. Um, I do this for the teachers. I do this for the students. I do this for the staff and I do this for the community. I, it's, it's not always easy and we don't get paid, but partially that doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I am asking, I'm running and I'm asking you for your vote because I am passionate about our kids, about their education and the role that the district plays in the, in the community. Please vote and ask your friends to vote. Uh, this is typically a very low turnout. Um, so every vote, vote does count. My name is Nancy Towery and it is my pleasure to serve on the school board. I would be my pleasure to serve on the school board for another three years. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Michelle. Uh, Michelle, you are muted. <laughs> I wanted to run so that I could advocate and support um, programs and actions at the policy level. And it's imperative that we give our teachers and staff the resources and tools they need to best serve our students, whether that be in person or virtual, um, working in the classroom one-on-one -on -one or when they're asked to do both simultaneously. These are things that motivated me to run. Um, I'm a natural and professional trained problem solver and I take on and complete complex projects as demonstrated by my role in founding the Smithville Education Foundation. I enjoy educating and helping people understand how their local boards work. And I'm passionate about bringing people to the table to be part of the decision-making efforts um, and things that affect their lives. Uh, finally, I will seek out ways to improve open communication between our schools and our community. And I would truly um, appreciate your vote on May 1st. And I look forward to serving on the board if elected. Thank you, Michelle. And finally, Alan. Thanks again. As most of you know, as I've said here a few times, I've been on the board for 12 years. We've been through some tough times during that 12 years, a couple of global economic crises, a change of administration, $35 million bond program, um, a lot of really big challenges. And people have asked me, well, why would I do this again? And the answer is because right now with COVID as it is, I see some equally big challenges ahead of us, even after this has passed. There's gonna be some serious business to contemplate ahead. Um, I think I've done a good job in the past, getting us through some crises, what role the school board has to offer. I'd like to do that again. If that's not to be, then I wish Trenton you know, the best of luck. Please take this serious, it's a serious role. And I know he would do that. Um, I, again, hope you guys would give me another three years. 
I've said several times, I absolutely love serving on the school board for two and three quarters years. It's this quarter we're in right now that I care nothing for. Uh, I'm not a campaigner. It's uh, not, not in my personality. I, I like to do my work, my due diligence, usually at my computer, behind the scenes. I'm not a spotlight guy, but uh, here I am in the spotlight tonight asking for your support. And again, if, if I'm not to receive it, then Trenton, best of luck to you. That's it, thank you. Thank you, Alan. Uh, that concludes our candidate forum this evening. I wanna again thank all of our candidates, Trenton Helmkamp, Nancy Towery, Michelle Rutherford, and Alan Hemphill for being here and participating this evening uh, to help get the word out to our community and uh, to let, our, let voters know where you stand on, on these important issues. I will remind those of you that are watching and listening tonight that uh, early voting begins April 19th uh, and voting day is May 1st. Uh, please be sure to go out and exercise your franchise. Uh, if you've watched live, great. Uh, you also can go back to the Chamber's Facebook page in I think about a half an hour is how long it takes the recording to go live on our Facebook page. Feel free to share it around. It will also be available on the Smithville Public Library page and on the Smithville ISD page, Facebook pages. Thank you all again so much for participating and good night. Thank you for listening to Smithville Chamber Chatter with your host, April Daniels. If you'd like to be a guest, email us at april.daniels at smithvilletx.org. Between now and our next episode, be sure to check out the Chamber's website at www.smithvilletx.org. Until then, we'll see you on Main Street.